The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Raising teens alone can be brutal. It becomes easier when you are co-parenting with the universe. Welcome to Co-Parenting with the Universe. This is Muriel Felous, your host. And today I have a special guest who's really, really talented to talk about EFT, quantum EFT. Uh, and she'll explain what it is. Her name is Jenny Johnston. She's a retire, retired occupational therapist whose passion turned to hypnotherapy and past life regressions after reading the book, Many Lives, Many Masters, after a spinal injury operation, Jenny took time off to study hypnotherapy and advanced her skills to past life regression hypnotherapy. During this time, she also learned EFT and became, became a trainer of EFT. Jenny has blended her spiritual knowledge with EFT and past life regression to create quantum EFT and mining the Akash, and we'll explain what it is. After running several workshops and many, many private sessions, Jenny wrote her best-selling book, Tapping into Past Lives, which I have here, um, featuring many of her, sorry, many of the amazing lifetimes and the lessons that her student experience, as well as the major shifts that occurred in their life. Today, she continues to see people for private session in EFT and quantum EFT on Zoom. And she also is training people in these techniques through her live online workshops. Welcome, Jenny. I'm so happy to have you here. How are you? Good, I'm glad to be here and um, isn't it wonderful with um, Zoom that we can talk from different countries and um, different time zones and I see the sun's out for you and it's night time for me. <laughs> yeah, because you're in Australia, so we are literally on opposite ends of the world. I, yeah. it, technology is fabulous for that. Mm. Um, so I personally had a session with you which helped me a lot. So I want people to understand what you do and how it can help them. And I would like to go back to somehow the pivoting point when you had your spinal injury. Mm -hmm. um, what did you tell it in your own words, actually? How did it lend you to learn hypnotherapy and continue with what you're doing today? 
Mm. It probably started a long time before that. Um, I was, um, I'm the oldest of seven children and our family always went to church. I, I at a very young age, I was a Sunday school teacher. Um, I learned all about all the different religions of the world when I was studying in year 12. Um, and so I always had an interest in, in religion, in spirituality. And when my mother died suddenly, when I was 31, I think it was, yeah. Um, and my marriage had just broken up as well. Um, you know, it's like when people say they have the dark night of the soul yeah. um, or when they're brought to their knees. Um, and that's when I started really investigating spirituality. So reading about near-death experiences, um, and really looking into spirituality. And that's when I found um, Cryon as well. So Cryon is a channeled energy through Lee Carroll. And I really resonated with the teachings of Cryon. So I had all these um, this spiritual knowledge going on in the background. And when I finally had this, this spinal injury, which took me out of the picture of my, my regular job as an occupational therapist, I remember my um, my Reiki master came to visit me to help me heal when I was spending three weeks in bed recovering from spinal surgery. And she said, what have you been doing? And I said, well, I just read, reread Many Lives, Many Masters. And one of these days I want to be a past life regression hypnotherapist. And she said, actually, my sister's just done a, um, a hypnotherapy course in Melbourne. So next thing you know, I'm ringing up and, and I'm enrolled in a hypnotherapy course. And then uh, the universe would have it. I was going out with a, a guy at the time who um, said, oh, one of my best friends runs courses on past life regression. So next thing you know, I'm, I'm doing a course on past life regression. Um, and then it was also all these synchronicities. Um, there was one lady I used to give a lift to um, when I went to the hypnotherapy course. And she was the one who had done EFT and introduced me to EFT. So it was like everything aligned for me to be able to step into all these things. Um, even though at the time, I didn't realize that having a back injury was going to lead me to all of this. Um, and yeah, it eventually... Made you, it, made you stop, it made you stop and really reflect and take the time yeah, to... Really reflect and reassess. And... Um, it was the same when um, I, I progressed from my occupational therapy practice um, as a domiciliary OT where I would go into people's homes and help them um, and provide equipment, et cetera, prescribe. Then I created my own business in that. So I, trans I, I was slowly getting out of um, government work into my own business with veterans. And then with EFT, I noticed the research and how it really helped people with PTSD and veterans. Um, and because I already had my own business with veterans, I started applying EFT to that and um, talking to Dawson Church um, in America because he did a lot of research with, with veterans. Um, and next thing I know, I'm being invited to be a trainer in the US with Dawson's um, EFT universe. So I was the first person from the Southern Hemisphere to be um, an EFT universe trainer. Wow. So 
when I'd run quite a few workshops doing EFT, um, I began to then piece together how I could run workshops from a, a spiritual perspective. Because in EFT, we're always looking for where did this come from? Where's the origin? Yes. And once you spend a lot of time with people going through past lives, it's like it, it's, it, it just makes sense to look at a pattern that is occurring in this lifetime or an anxiety or a stress. And where does this come from originally as a soul? Like why did it come back into this lifetime? Um, because it's not solved yet. It, you haven't stepped through that lesson. And so I created um, the teachings of Cryon talking about soul agreements, soul contracts, um, and, and release back through all their past lives. So yeah. two things. First, um, you mentioned many lives, many masters, and that's Brian Weiss' book, which I also yeah. have here. And uh, he, that's how he discovered because he didn't believe in past life either, either. Mm. And with one client who was suffering from many, many uh, conditions, regressed her to what he thought was her childhood and she ended up in prior lives. So that's what you're doing also with the EFT. And you're going into past lives to find the source of a uh, current problem in this life i uh, i personally i did a past life regression with someone and i recorded it and i'm going to publish an episode with the sections where i understand what this life how it influenced the life i'm currently living and that's what you're doing with eft um yeah. And in the workshops i combine using eft um with past life regression so but also in quantum EFT, I look at the higher learning and lessons. So, so going into the, you know, life between life and speaking with the higher master beings and asking what was the lesson and learning from that lifetime and how is it um, related to this current life? Yeah. And uh, you mentioned Cryon. So for people who are not familiar with it, can you explain a little bit what Cryon is? It, it's uh... Yeah, um, it's spelled K-R-Y-O-N. So you can go to cryon.com and then free audio to listen to the channelings and the parables. Um, and we listen to three of the parables in the workshop that I feel are very related. Yes. So talking about um, soul contracts and agreements and our guides. Um, and also um, the past lives, present fears channeling, where we look at how how fears that have come from past lives can be current in, in this lifetime, like fear of abandonment or um, fear of confrontation, that sort of thing. I had a fear, and I, I shared that with my listeners, of losing a kid. And when I went to it, to a past life, actually several of my past lives, I did lose my kids, so it carried it. I carried it with me into yeah. this life until I really uh, healed it. And mm -hmm. it's uh, it can be pretty influencing, creating anxiety. Like I was scared every time they would go outside of the house. Yes. Uh, so how EFT is very, very um, efficient to tap into the subconscious or unconscious mind and how 
in your experience, how does it facilitate the person to really, because based in, from my experience in the session we had together, it was seamless. I went mm. back and found some information to work with. I didn't, it was so seamless. It, you did it in a way that was like almost flowing naturally. Uh, mm. How does EFT is perfect for that in your um, experience? Yeah, because EFT, the research shows that our brainwaves go into the subconscious range and um, when we're using EFT. And we know that 5% of our behavior comes from consciousness. 95% comes from subconscious. However, um, when we're also addressing our DNA, so our DNA, only 3% of it is our biological genomes and DNA. And scientists used to call the other 97% DNA as junk DNA. Well, we've now discovered and learned through Cryon that that 97% DNA is actually in a multidimensional state and it's magnetically held within our DNA um, in a quantum state or a multidimensional state. And in that state and in those 97% of our DNA is where all of our lifetimes are stored. So that would be where our ancestral DNA and emotional DNA would be uh, stored? Ancestral DNA is also stored in our three-dimensional DNA. It goes back, okay. I think, 12 generations. But, yes, when you are addressing and speaking out loud and addressing all pieces and parts of your DNA, including the multidimensional DNA that remembers all my lifetimes, and you're speaking to it directly and saying, I feel this and this pattern, um, and I ask my guides and higher self and all pieces and parts of my DNA to process and release this back to its origin in this life and every life. It's very instructive. So it differs to EFT in that we're not going into all the specifics of the memory in this lifetime. We're saying I have this memory and this lifetime and this belief and this reaction in my body. And as a being of light with full free choice, I choose and instruct my DNA, the multidimensional DNA that remembers all my lifetimes, to process and release it all the way back to its origin in this life and every life. And it's very powerful when you say that and address your DNA like that. Because, because energy reacts to our thoughts and intention, right? Not just intention, but the verbal out loud instruction because okay. all of our cells have a consciousness. And yes. um, Cryon talks about our cells are listening. So be very instructive and speak out loud to them. Yeah. So, um, so I bring all of that teaching of, of Cryon into it as well as my knowledge of EFT So um, and, and traumas, you know, the four basic sort of um, elements of trauma. The first one is I'm all alone. Yes. The second um, is it's unexpected. The third is I feel powerless and um, and helpless. And the fourth is that there's some um, um, physical right. threat or mm -hmm. threat to my well-being um, and I feel powerless around that. So the first thing that we do with quantum EFT is we also look at stepping in, um, you know, another aspect of, it, of quantum EFT is that our present self can travel back to our younger self or our self in another time 
and say, I'm you from the future or I'm your soul from um, a different lifetime and I've come back in time to help you and you tap on them and you let them know. The first thing you let them know is you're not alone and I understand and I know how you feel because I am you. So straight away you take out that element of feeling alone um, and you can also help them connect to their guides and let them know that their guides are always with them and that if ever they're feeling alone or scared, they can call on you from the future again. Yeah. Um, and then, so yeah, tap like, on. Because when I do sessions with clients, I sometimes go into the younger self, the, the kid within us, the vulnerable pl uh, place within us, and I had same thing, dialogue with that part and make them safe. Yeah. So you go way back, not even you in can, the... Yes, you can travel childhood. back in time, like a, like a time traveller. If you've ever yeah. seen the movie, The Time Traveller's Wife, yes. yes. like that. When, um, when you know, 10-year-old um, Elba was talking to 5-year-old Elba. So it's yeah. like that. Adult you is going back and talking to the younger you. So it's like you're travelling in time and space, but it's in the now and you shift and change the energy in the now by tapping on that person in the now. Because time doesn't exist anyway, so. Yes, and when, yeah. when your energy is focused on it, then it's in the now, and when you're there in that moment. And so you can do that also in past lives. And uh, so people need to be willing to use their imagination and, and be open to suspend their disbelief maybe for the time yeah. of the session. Oh, for sure. And also to ask, um, you know, or to realise that, that that your left brain, it's its job to say that can't be right, you know, you're, you're making this up uh, and just acknowledge the left brain and its job, but to also acknowledge that there's a part of your brain that you call imagination and that's where your guides and higher self connect with. And so it's encouraging that part of your brain that you call imagination where the downloads are dropped and where people will often, when we're tapping, um, get the flash of a lifetime. So it's like a flash of a scene that is popped in. It's like an image. I, I, yeah, I mean, that's how I experienced it. And But with it, there will be an emotional connection with it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And um, so did you? do you have... Did you ever have clients who were not really sold on that and who didn't believe, but it worked anyway? Oh, yeah. There's a good story in um, tapping into past lives where there was a guy who wanted to work on abandonment issues and it was actually in an EFT training course. It wasn't in quantum EFT. And, um, I, you know, he'd been right back to birth. He'd been through as many... Um, memories as he could remember right back to birth in this lifetime and I said are you willing to look at um, other lifetimes do you believe in other lifetimes he said no and I said can you are you willing to say the words I release it back to its origin wherever it began and he said yes of course and so we just started tapping using those words and all of a sudden he's saying he was crying and he was very emotional and he said I'm an Aboriginal like an Australian Aboriginal and um they're casting the bone at me which means oh 
the pointing the bone at you, which means you're you're cast out of the whole tribe, um, cast out of everything that you know, like completely abandoned by everything that you know, cast out of the tribe to go and die on your own. Yeah, right, because so at, that, at the time it meant death if you were alone. Yeah, yes, yes. Um, so complete abandonment by everyone and anything he knew. So that was abandonment in its ultimate sense. And as we were tapping, he was very emotional and crying. And then in the next moment, he's going, but, um, you know, his conscious brain's coming in and connecting, left brain's going, but I'm not a past life kind of guy. The next thing he's crying, but I'm an Aboriginal, you know. <laughs> it, it was really interesting to see the two parts, the left brain fighting it and the emotion of feeling, but I'm an Aboriginal and they've pointed the bone at me and I've been cast out. And so... Yeah, you don't have to have belief um, when you're saying the words and you're having the intention to release something, then you're going to get images and emotions and feelings. And that... the beauty of EFT is that even though you can have those contra contradictory beliefs on the, on the left side of your brain, you can calm down your nervous system as you do it to calm this part too, to maybe put that aside for a little bit until you're done with the session. Yeah, oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's beautiful. It sounds, it's so out of the ordinary. I mean, for everyday people, it sounds even yeah. magical, but I know because of my experience and, and the work that I do, that it's very powerful, even though sometimes you don't even feel it. I know when I had the session with you, I had the feeling that it was, my triggers was were not that big. I mean, it mm -hmm. wasn't like a drastic experience, but yet it had well, such a strong effect under the surface. Maybe it, everything was unconscious, but I got out feeling different and it stayed with me. Something shifted mm -hmm. and it doesn't have to be spectacular. That's what I wanted to say. Yeah. Yeah, I spoke with a practitioner today, an EFT practitioner, who said uh, since she's done my quantum EFT workshop, she said it's very, very hard to do plain vanilla EFT now once you see and feel um, the results of quantum EFT. And yeah. it's hard to explain what it's like um, to people until they experience it. But they say something has shifted and it's very deep. Um, and they'll feel a different shift in their body, like things are shifting at a, a molecular level, yeah. a DNA level. Mm. At an identity level even. Yes. Um, yeah. I, I'm going to have to at some point take your workshop because I know in my work, before I even went to get certified, I was using EFT, and but I always mixed, it's not regression, but deep meditation and relaxation to where you connect with your guides and you connect with your ancestors. So those are elements of the work you're doing, but you have a, a, a process that you take people uh, through, which is uh, how you can access those paths life. It's, it's really powerful. Like I, I, I was amazed by what I felt, even though I was expecting something spectacular and it didn't happen. That was really surprising to me mm. i would love now if uh, we could do a short tapping session and maybe you can put some elements of 
healing through dimensions into the, the short tapping sessions. I know that a lot of moms are feeling powerless regarding the aspect of their kids going on social medias and being sometimes, I know for my son, uh, when someone is not answering their message, they feel abandoned and they feel uh, uh, offended and they feel they have all kinds of experiences that us, uh, that are not familiar to us because we didn't grow up with that. And that put being a teenager difficulty on an all other level. So if you, if, if you don't mind, I would love to do a short tapping session that the listeners could also do while they're yes, I'd love to do that. I just wanted to, because it keeps coming in and yes. we discussed it briefly before we got on, um, because of, of the work that you're doing and the audience that you have, um, and it was something that was affecting you in your life, yeah. is that I do have a lot of people um, that I've worked with that, that might also be struggling to get pregnant or um, having fear of motherhood or then having a child and having fear that this child would die. There is um, a story in the book, but I've worked with lots of women. And if you think about it, in many lifetimes gone by, when the medical system wasn't as it is now, there were lots of mums that died in childbirth or lost their children in childbirth, oh, yeah. um, you know, both sides of it. And then, uh, like, there was a story in the book where I worked with a lady who was afraid to get pregnant because what if she had a boy? Because in another lifetime, her son was conscripted to go and fight in a war and he died, Ooh. right? And so there was this, like, sole promise never to have a boy again that might be taken away from her in war. All right. And so once we cleared that, she got pregnant with a boy. Wow. And she was lying about it. Yeah. But those feelings about fear of, um, of even conceiving because the fear of childbirth. Um, I worked with another lady who had um, been raped in a past life and got pregnant from it. And so when she saw pregnant women, it made her feel disgusting and um, she was repulsed by it because in that lifetime, every time she saw her pregnant belly, it reminded her of her being right. her, her, her rape, right? Um, and in the end, she ended up getting uh, cancer of the cervix, which right. is the, the, the part of you that really stops you from getting pregnant, right? Yes because there was that hatred of, of um, all that fear of getting pregnant. So your past lives can be affecting you and, and parenthood um, in so many different ways. Completely. Uh, I have a daughter. I know that in a past life we were spiritual leaders together and there was yes. a lot of tension. And in this life, when I was raising her, she would almost she would almost tell me how to raise her and raise her kids. It's like she thought she was my mom or was my equal. Yeah. Uh, yes. um, I mean, and as you know, we, we reincarnate in family groups usually. And so that's quite common. Yeah. And, and we have, like you mentioned, soul contracts. Let's say, and, um, I, know, I know that when you realize that when we're talking about forgiveness, which is crucial if you really want to live your potential, uh, it helps you forgive 
the being, because you can relate to the being and not the human person. And you can go on an all other level when you're thinking about soul contracts, even with mm. your own kids, the kids that do really difficult stuff. I know I have clients with kids who um, are addicted and there is, there is so much in there that you can work yeah. with. Yes. Yeah, and self-harm. But, you know, even people who think um, at a conscious level that they've forgiven someone, when, when you take them into quantum EFT and you're working with the multidimensional layers and um, and subconscious, it's a whole different ballgame. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because you can also heal the relationship you had with that soul in another life. And also in this book, there was um, an example of a mother and daughter. And she said, my daughter's 13 and I, I think I feel like she hates me. She never speaks to me, you know, all of that sort of thing. And when I did a past life regression, she went back to um, England and it was wartime. And it was interesting because I asked her, do you have any likes um, beforehand? And she said, I love big band music and England and, um, you know, that sort of thing. And that's the exact era that we were taken back to. And um, we went back to her. Her mother was injured and had a bandage around her head from the war. And at the time she was pregnant and her mother was very ill and was dying. And all she could focus on was the sadness and grief with her mother and she didn't focus on her baby or send it any love, all right? It was just about sadness and focusing outside of that. So she couldn't connect with the baby or send it love. And when we inquired about the soul in her belly, it was the soul of her daughter in this lifetime. So once we cleared um, that grieving and her knowing that her mother, she'd seen her mother before and in other lifetimes, and that was the soul contract, she was then able to send love to the, the baby in her belly um, and connect with her. And then um, after the session, when she got home, she said straight away her daughter was different to her. Yeah. Her yeah, daughter, did, you know, made her a card and said, I love you and talked to her. And it was like, it was like night and day with her daughter. And that actually made me think about when mothers have a hard time accepting what, what their teen is doing and they have a, a hard time accepting accepting that they have their own path and that sometimes you need to make peace with the fact that yeah. they will not uh, live the life that you wanted them to live. Sorry, I had a cat here. <laughs> and accepting, even though you don't like it, even though you wanted something else for them, that it's their own path and trusting that their soul has chosen that path. And even yeah. when it's very difficult, um, it's when you get to that level, it's easier to accept. You honor the soul and you accept. Exactly. And so you, I often will use the words that at a soul level, all is well, this is contracted. Um, and I use the words that, um, I release my reactions to what's occurring and I honour their soul contract. And that's right? a great phrase. Yeah. Sentence. yeah. In honouring their soul contract, in honouring their learning and their lesson, it's easier to step back and say, you know, at a soul level all is well. Um, there's also in my second book, which are actual transcriptions of um, sessions, 
there's there's a mother and daughter that did the workshop um, together. Um, mother was all about being overwhelmed as an EFT practitioner. Um, and it went back to a lifetime when she was like a midwife or a healer. And she said either the mother or the who was in childbirth, either the mother or the baby died, she wasn't sure, but she felt responsible for that. And mm -hmm. so there was an overwhelming burden to be a healer. Um, and then when her daughter came to do a session in the workshop, she got up and she said, I was that mother that died in childbirth in that lifetime, right? And she left behind other children as well. So um, when we tapped on all of that, and this daughter in, in this lifetime had Lyme disease for five years that was so incapacitated by it that she couldn't go away to college, right? She couldn't leave her family. Yeah. Because wow. in that lifetime, she left her family. Wow. Through death. Yeah, so it was crazy. We cleared all of that, and within half an hour, she was out canoeing with her brother. Like she had never, hadn't been able to do any exercise or any sort, and she was able to go away to college. And yeah, it was all Lyme disease was gone in that half hour session. It's amazing. It's really amazing. It's mm -hmm. healing through time. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and the reason why her body was holding on to Lyme disease to keep her safe, to keep her home and not yeah. leave her. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's beautiful. It's very powerful. <laughs> mm. yes. So um, let's go now into the session and I'm going to ask the listeners, um, we're going to talk about the powerlessness of us as mothers to... Mm -hmm protect our kids uh i know he, it's not a question of life and death when we're talking about social media but there is some suffering to avoid the suffering mm -hmm. and the list for the listeners if you want to pause the, the podcast and really go into your own experience and what is bothering you before we even start tapping so that it's active in you Yes, finding it in your body where you, you as, a, as a parent feel powerless um, when you have a specific memory of, say, your son or daughter, um, you know, and, and a specific thing that has occurred on social media or stuff that you don't know is going on on social media, you know, that, that unknown aspect that has you worry. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna pick one of my own experiences mm -hmm. uh, to where once I saw my son struggling and uh, it was during COVID actually, but it's still very alive in me when I saw him struggling with uh, his friends not acknowledging his messages, not answering, and he felt very abandoned. Yeah, abandoned and alone. And how did you? Um... How did you feel in your body when you saw him like that? Like, you know, seeing his body language, um, the way he spoke. I feel powerless and I felt sad. And where and in your I body? Felt in my chest. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I want you to focus on that and, um, and follow me. And you can change the words if you want to change the words. All right. Even though I remember seeing my son. Even though I remember seeing my son. And his body language. 
and his body language. When his friends weren't answering his messages on social media. When his friends were not answering his message on on social media. And I saw how hurt he was. And I saw how hurt he was. And how alone and abandoned he felt. And how alone and abandoned he felt. And I felt in my body powerless and helpless. And I felt in my body powerless and helpless. Especially in my heart. Especially in my heart. I ask my guides and higher self. I ask my guides and higher self. And all pieces and parts of my DNA. And all pieces and parts of my DNA. Where does this feeling come from originally? Where does this feeling come from originally? So I can process and release it back to its origin. So I can process and release it to its origin. So you just um, had an expression of I had an image. I had an image. I don't know what it is. It's a whip. I saw a whip like like that. And I don't Mm -hmm. even know what it is. Yeah. And that's fairly normal. All right. Yeah. I saw this image of a whip. I saw this image of a whip. I don't know where it comes from. I don't know where it comes from. I ask the multidimensional layers of my DNA. I ask the multidimensional layers of my DNA. Where does this image of a whip come from? Where does this image of a whip comes from? I, I, I got another image of being in the crowd and seeing someone whipped and it was it was my son, I think, in that mm-hmm. lifetime. Yeah. And I see an image of someone in a crowd being whipped. And I see an image of being in the crowd while someone was whipped. While someone was whipped. And it feels like it's the soul of my son in this life. And it feels like it's the soul of my son in this life. And I feel powerless and helpless being part of the crowd. And I feel powerless and helpless being part of the crowd. And seeing him being hurt. And seeing him being hurt. And there's nothing I can do about it. And there's nothing I can do about it. Because it's dangerous to do. Yeah, it's dangerous to speak out. It's dangerous to speak out. The crowd is whipping him. The crowd crowd is behind him being whipped. The crowd is behind him being whipped. They're supporting it. They're supporting it. And I feel powerless and helpless and it's dangerous for me to say anything. And I feel powerless and helpless and it's dangerous for me to say anything. And I feel this powerless, hurt, sad feeling in my heart. And I feel this powerless hurt and sad feeling in my heart. When I see my son being whipped. When I see my son being whipped. And there's nothing I can do. And there's nothing I can do. It's dangerous for me to speak out or say anything. It's dangerous for me to speak out or say anything. And I thank the multidimensional layers of my DNA for remembering this. And I thank the multidimensional layers of my DNA for remembering this. To protect me in some way. To protect me in some way. But it no longer serves me to feel this. 
but it no longer serves me to feel this. And as a being of light, and as a being of light, I have full free choice. I have full free choice. And it's my choice and my instruction. And it's my cho choice and my instruction. To release and let go of this powerless, helpless feeling. To release and let go of this powerless, helpless feeling. All the way back to that scene. All the way back to that scene. To that lifetime. To that lifetime. I know my son's soul. I know had a soul contract. I know my son's soul had a soul contract. And I honor his soul contract and agreement. And I honor his soul contract and agreement. I honor his higher learning and lesson. I honor his higher learning and lesson. Uh, yeah. I don't, I, I don't feel the suffering from that scene anymore. I, I saw him turn his head, like saying, see you another mm -hmm. time. Uh-huh. Yeah. I understand at a soul level that all is well. I understand that at a soul level that all is well. But I choose to release the hurt, pain, and powerlessness I felt as a mother. And I choose to release the hurt and powerlessness as a, that I felt as a mother. Mm -hmm. From that lifetime and this lifetime. From that lifetime and this lifetime. It doesn't serve me to hold on to that powerless feeling. It doesn't serve me to hold on to that powerless feeling. And I understand at a soul level all is well. And I understand at a soul level all is well. And I honor my son's soul learning and lesson. And I honor my son's soul learning and lessons. And it's like I trust him. I trust in his strength more now. Mm -hmm. I trust in his strength even more now. I trust in his strength even more now. I know we've had many lifetimes together. I know we had many lifetimes together. I know we have soul contracts and agreements. I know we have soul contracts and agreements. I know we have our own higher learning and lesson. I know we have our own higher learning and lessons. And instead of feeling helpless and powerless. And instead of feeling helpless help and powerless. I remember my, our soul agreement. I remember my own soul agreement. And my higher learning and lesson. And my higher learning and lesson. And I heard the phrase, there's something to learn about that. Mm -hmm. Even before you said it. There is something to learn about that. There is something to learn about that. Maybe it's about trusting his strength. Maybe it's about trusting his strength. I choose to go way above that scene. I choose to go way above that scene. All the way up to the higher masters. All the way up to the higher masters. The beings of light. 
the beings of light. And I ask, what's the higher learning and lesson for me from that lifetime? And I asked, what's the higher lesson for me in that lifetime? Yeah, it's just to trust. Mm -hmm. I choose to trust. I choose to trust. Trust that all is well. Trust that all is well. And trust in my son's strength. And trust in my son's strength. And it's even all my kids. Mm -hmm. Trust in all my kids' strength. Trust in all my kids' strength. And I help them to connect to their guides and higher self. And I help them to connect to their guides and higher self. And for them to know they're not alone. And for them to know they are not alone. We all have our own soul learning and lessons. We all have our own soul learning and lessons. And I trust in the process of our soul agreements. And I trust in the process of our own soul agreement. And I know I'm not alone, just like they're not alone. And I know I'm not alone, just like they're not alone. And I know all is well. And I know all is well. I trust in their strength. I trust in their strength. And their connection to their guides and higher self. And their connection to their guides and higher self. Mm -hmm. Good. Thank you. It was, even though, it, and I want to mention for the listeners that we were tapping all the way through that. And mm -hmm. um, it was very intense. I, I would expect, and a lot of people would expect to need a long session to access all that. But yet, like we've seen here, it came in like a matter of minutes. So mm -hmm. thank you, Jenny. And for the people who didn't have that same vision and that same experience, you can substitute your own experience. But the messages that Jenny uh, um, inserted in this session apply to all of us like mm -hmm. honoring their strength, honoring their uh, soulless lessons and all that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and connecting to guides and higher self and, yeah, releasing your reaction. Mm. Um, before we let people know how they can reach you, I have a curiosity question. Do <laughs> you do that for yourself? Can you do that for yourself by yourself or do you have to have a practitioner do it for you? Um, I, I've done it for myself and I use my intention and in speaking out loud to my guides and higher self. And, you know, when I'm not sure what's going on, um, I'll say, what's the higher learning and lesson here? Help me release my anxiety and my fears. Um, and to know that all is well at a soul yeah. level. Yeah. That's so. Yeah, at times I have used other people, but mostly I feel I can deal with it myself, speaking out loud and guides and higher self, etc. Mm. That's that's great um, when you can apply it to yourself. Uh, so if people take your workshop, they're going to be able to also use it on themselves for themselves as well. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. that's the first uh, benefit of. <laughs> Even yeah. attending your workshop, 
I mean, and one of the the great free resources is my YouTube channel, which is um, EFT Australia, which is one word, or YouTube.com forward slash at EFT Australia. And um, I'll put and, that in the description, of course. Yeah, and there is a playlist called Quantum EFT, and there's hundreds of videos on there. I watched so, a few, yeah. Yeah. The longer ones are, are, tend to be sessions. The shorter ones tend to be people talking about their um, past life um, or their experience in the workshop. Um, and, yeah, I, I am doing a workshop in April that is more geared to US and Australian time. Okay. Um, over four and a half hours. But I do intend to do another um, European-friendly time zone one. Oh. Um, probably in May. I haven't set the times yet. Okay. But I'm looking at probably May. Okay. Oh, that's great yeah. for uh, those of us in, in Europe. Yeah. And, and um, my website is quantumeft.com.au for that's, Australia. That's what I wanted to uh, ask you. And I know that on your website, you have like a short discovery. Uh, yeah, yeah, a 15-minute. But it's, yeah appointment yes that you can book and and we can discuss what your issues are and what your needs might be and you know I do have a a discount three package session that you could do as well um and usually that's for EFT students but anyone who comes from uh through you they can book the discount sessions okay. either a single session or a discount package of three Thank you. And I'll put the link on, on the description of this episode and uh, when I send the newsletter about the episode. I want to thank you, Jenny, for taking the time to be with us today and taking the time to demonstrate a session that was, like I said, very powerful for me and I'm sure for the listeners who will do it and the viewers. Yes. Mm -hmm. And Do you have any last word or message that you want to leave people with before we, we say goodbye? Um I, I think watching watching the videos on my YouTube channel will help you to um, discern which ones to watch and which ones will help and tap along to. But also you can get my books, both of the books through um, Amazon in your country, and that will give you a really good idea about how, what it's about as well. I don't know if we can see it because the sun is out. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I, I have this one. I'm, I need to finish this one and then I'll order the other one. Um, yeah. Yes. That's like inheritance. So that, even though it looks really thick, it's um, what I said, what they said. So it's word for word. Okay. And uh, it really gives you a good idea of what a session is about when it's word for word, what, they, what I said, what they said. And there is the quantum EFT protocol access to that at the end of the second book terrific terrific thank you jenny it was a rich and and i rich episode and i enjoyed it very much and um, have a wonderful day thank you and thanks for having me and uh, see you next time yes <laughs> bye everyone see you next time if you like this podcast, please subscribe and review us on iTunes, Spotify, or any other platform of your choice. We talk to the animals, and we know you can too. On the Animal Communication Podcast, hosted by the three of us, myself, Julie Heert, Karen Dendy-Smith, and Meredith Tolleson. 
we will show you how to deepen your relationship with your beloved animal companions, whether they're alive or in spirit. As soul-level animal communicators, we explain the process and explore topics such as health, behavior, and play, all from the animal's perspective. So subscribe and follow us on Apple, Spotify, and listen as part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.